bout is about to begin. What's the champ wearing? Looks like an examination gown. And from the back... Ooh, that's not pretty. Champ, what's with the get-up? I've got to take care of my family, so I'm getting those important medical screens. <laughs> the fight is over! Champ, you look pretty healthy out there tonight. But I'm still getting those tests. For a list of tests you need, go to ahrq.gov. And remember, real men wear gowns. Go to ahrq.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AHRQ, and the Ad Council. Koinonia is community. I'm Tom Brown, and Lisa Keaton is with me. Revelation Wellness. Last week, we talked about why it's going to be different this time, and the answer is pretty simple. It's, uh, but not easy, and that is remembering that Christ Please, everybody. Is the one that's going to make this happen. Please, everyone. And uh, our connection to him. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be a daily connection, right? Because, yes. and, and here's why I say that. And I, you and I haven't talked about this, but it's got to be a daily connection with the creator because you eat every day, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You need to exercise, you know, yeah. every day yeah. in some form or fashion. Yes. There's no day of the week that's where we right. just lay on the floor for 12 hours and then get up and go to bed. That's right. So if you're going to allow him uh, to be involved in getting this right, you got to be connected. All the time. And, John 15. Mm-hmm. You know, take him with you to the, or, you know, to the gym. Please. When you're eating. <laughs> eat, yes. Eat, eat with, with him. him. Put it on, you know, I, I, I like to say, you know, the phylacteries of the old Pharisees, they, you know, they kind of blew it out of proportion and who could have the biggest, fanciest boxes because they took the word literally of placing the word That's on their right. forehead. That's right. But what it really means is in the forefront of your thinking, Christ should be there. That's right. And that is why the first step, once we, we said first step is just to check your motive. You got to come from the heart. It's a heart thing. You want to do the will of the Father. You want to please God, not because you have to or it's going to put you in better standing, but because you hear his voice and you know he has good things for you. But once we do that, once we check our heart with the Lord and we give him our heart and say, I want to do this for you this time. This is my motive for your glory. The second place we got to go is into a clarity in our mind, a sobriety. I mean, it really is. Uh, we have to pull out the thing, whatever, the food now, the thing we're confessing. We're putting that thing on the altar and saying, I've been, this has been more important than you. Mm-hmm. And so once we remove that thing that's been more important and we now have to sit with God in that it's itchy. It's tough. Sobriety uh, is where we need to be. And that's in our clarity of mind, we walk with the Lord. We hear from him. We're not confused, right? We know that confusion doesn't come from the Lord. So we have to be able to claim on Second Timothy 1, 7, that God did not give us a spirit of um, timidity. He didn't give us a spirit of smallness, of weakness, of shame, of darkness. He gave us a spirit of power and love. Those are going to be your fuel. That's your fuel. Power, God's power, because it's willingness. He's going to give you his power. God's love in you. And through that, you have a sound mind, a mind that is clear to hear from God, no matter how crazy your day gets. The enemy's ploy is to get you so crazy in your day, so distracted off of your good intention. We wake up, don't we wake up wanting to please God? I mean, I think those who God has, they love him. I take it so far as to say people that don't know him, I don't know how they put a foot on the floor. I don't even know, Tom. I don't know either. I know my heart, that's why I'm here. I don't know how you put your foot on the floor and get out of bed and and just pick anything. The news of the day, the 
Too you, much. Your own. I just. It's too much. Um, we had talked uh, a little bit about this um, before, and I know from personal experience, you you say that you've got to log what you eat. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta pay attention. That's right. That's part of the sobriety factor. And and I I can testify that. The only times in my life since I've had a weight issue mm-hmm. that I've been successful mm-hmm. is when I have been logging everything I eat. When I stop logging, you know why I stop logging? Because I don't want to write down what I've eaten. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, that's let's mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. That's why I stop. It's not like, oh, I don't have time to log it. No, I don't want to put that I ate a whole large pizza Amen. and wings and, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a wake-up call, What you confessing. And yeah. that's the thing. Here is what we need to remember. Logging everything is just to be aware, be sound, be clear, be a, a, just look at patterns and things that are going on. But when we have a slip moment, mm-hmm. because we are going to, this isn't called to a life of perfection. We're called to a life of progress. I'm not the one with nail-scarred hands. That's right. To quote he took the on. nails. That's he right. took the nails to set you free. Yeah. You're free to have a full cake if you would like a full cake. And if that happens, okay, we got to sit and log that. Once the moment shame comes or guilt or regret or, or defeat, I'm not going to log it. Mm-hmm. Then we begin to walk away with the Well, enemy. that's a moment of darkness. That's You're right. allowing a foothold. I used to say it's, it's a foothold or a toehold for the deceiver in your life. That's right. Telling a lie. That's right. And you don't want to give them footholds. Absolutely. And Confession. Now, and my wife, uh, chocoholic, sugar is her thing, fat mm-hmm. is mine, mm-hmm. and uh, to be honest, volume. I don't know how that fits into it, but mm-hmm. it's like I want a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Which is part of why having to be mindful of it, yeah. write it down, it starts to, oh, wow, that was way more portion than I needed. And and a <laughs> lot of it. At, sometimes you look at the numbers, it's like, oh, How did my. that happen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and. A lot of it is just you are gonna feel some 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 space because mm-hmm. we're not used to filling ourselves up so much that now there's gonna be some reserve. Some as uh, statistically we talk about like an eighty percent. You want to fill yourself up to about eighty percent, leave a twenty percent. That you're good. You you don't feel like your pants need to be loosened after you ate. Right. So the first step I do have people do is write things down. And the other thing, just you said that the the times that you've lost weight in your life, you were writing things down. It is a proven statistical fact that people that journal every day double their weight loss results and keep it off. Wow. Double their weight loss results and keep it off. But once they stop, I find that people do stop logging, much like you said, because they made a mistake and, oh, I don't want to do that. And and then the shame drags them away and they just continue making more and more mistakes and forget it, put it all away, all or nothing. People are too all or nothing. I'm totally all or nothing. And And I fight again. That's the, in fact, I know. And what I have been praying about is I know that Mm -hmm. that's my tendency. Right. So that's what I'm praying for strength. To, to, to victory. Amen. And that is it. The, the, the enemy wants to throw us into do, two ditches. He either wants you all in and you are obsessing about it right. all the time. Because that now becomes your idol. That's and now you, your idol. You're still missing God. That's right. You've moved far off to the right. Or he wants to throw you way off to the left that says, oh, I'll never get it. It's never going to happen. And God just says, come to the middle. Listen to my voice. Clarity, sobriety, confession, willingness. Just start over again. Every time we start over again. And I, I, I come back to checking in with the Creator on a daily basis. You eat every day, 
you got to exercise every day or you need mm-hmm. to you're going to have some type of activity that's right if you don't know his voice mm-hmm. how are you going to identify it when he tells you something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it, you may he may have something for you in the middle of the day that's right you know i know that seems like maybe somebody needs you need to fast and pray for somebody mm-hmm. if you don't know his voice mm-hmm. you're gonna and, blow right by him. and that's a big part of a sound mind is to take time where you're hushing the voices where you are studying reading god's word that you are just you and him uh, when you're when your goal when your attention is on the Lord, those other things have to melt away. Learning to hear His voice, and I know there are some of you out there because I was one of those pe- people too. Who I don't, I felt like I didn't hear from God. I mm. I didn't know, and and that was kind of a lie. It kept me thinking, well, I'll never hear from God. But you know what? I would encourage you, a person out there that feels that, find something in your life that you do enjoy doing. Whatever that is. For me, it was doing fitness. It was really in a fitness capacity, in a workout class, that I could hear from God. If I was willing to hear from If I said, this is where my heart comes alive. Mm -hmm. God, would you speak to me when I'm in that place? I believe he will. And yeah, and still doing moments of discipline and silence is very good. But I just want to encourage you, God's not silent. He's speaking to you. I think the enemy tries to tell you, well, you can't hear from him. You can't walk with him every day, moment to moment. You really can and uh, God is not tame. Mm-hmm. And I say that from uh, being exposed to some of your workouts. <laughs> okay? Um, you know, I know a lot of people that are in your classes and uh, mm, a, a lot friends. of other things. And uh, they don't say, oh, that was so nice and sweet. <laughs> no, that was a workout. We sneak it in there somehow. Absolutely. And yeah. they're happy about it yes because the <laughs> like, lord oh has, wait i can't wait to get back again they really do it's amazing it takes you unless you've experienced a workout where you put god at the center of that too mm-hmm. you really haven't experienced what workout was meant to be what physical activity was meant to bring out of you and yeah we we definitely are sore and we feel it but we feel the goodness of god so much more that we come back for more and when you um uh... You know, working out or exercising, um, it's not, again, there's so many different opinions out there on so many things, but uh, I got to believe that just consistency has got to be a foundation Yes. Uh, for any any possible success. Is that Ab- right? Absolutely. And and, and I, I try to tell clients to like, I, what happens is people say, okay, I'm going to lose weight. And they go, they just go all out. Too Go much, crazy. too hard. Their bodies I, are sore. Yeah, I don't it's, know. I've never heard. Yeah. I've never even thought of it. Yeah, kind of. We <laughs> not even not even a tiny bit. No, I. So, yeah, my wife says, uh, "Okay, so you've decided you're going to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you can't run around the block." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's a there's a saying. It's one of my new favorite sayings now in the industry of fitness. We're learning that more is not better. Better is better. better. More is not. We we'll spend all day at the gym doing this, doing that. But focusing and making your time, whether it's in a yoga class or in a, on a treadmill, whatever it is you're doing, that it's just quality in, instead of quantity. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk more as the, as the weeks come about specifically exercise. Well, again, I, I'm just really happy that we're bringing this education because for, for me, again, head knowledge, not a pro- I did a national health talk show <laughs> for four that. years. <laughs> I'm nearly 100 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so something's not connecting mm-hmm. up here, mm-hmm. but that is why we're in this together uh, in Koinonia. That's right. 
God has given her a gift. We're going to share that gift every week here. If you need more, it's easy. You can email. Alisa, A-L-I-S-A, at revelationwellness.org. And you're on Facebook with Revelation but, Wellness? Yeah, Facebook, Revelation Wellness. We have a YouTube channel you can subscribe to. There's some um, there's some workouts that are coming, weekly free, weekly workouts with some godly teaching. So I want to just keep this going. Amen. I am all in on that all because, right. I, I again, I just think that God has called us all together uh, to be better That's together. Right. And, uh, of course, the next segment coming up is Better Together with Alan and Polly Heller. See, see how I kind of worked that Yeah, that was smooth. All right. So uh, one more time with your email address. Alisa, A-L-I-S-A, at revelationwellness.org. You are listening to Koinonia on AM 1360. Let us know about your upcoming event. Log on to KPXQ 13. 13-